All right, welcome back to the Cyclist Not Biker podcast. This is episode six. What's the name of episode six? Team Pink Taps Out. Yes, Team Pink Taps Out. Ugh. So, again, I have with us the illustrious guitar Ted, Mark Stevenson, uh, founder, director of Trans Iowa, etc., etc. Uh, listen to uh, episode five and you'll get all the rigmarole. But, uh, so, hey, great to have you back again, yes, Mark. thanks. <laughs> great to be still alive. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. So we, we participated in the uh, 24 Hours of Coming, which is a gravel race held out in uh, com- Coming, Iowa. Starts and finishes the Coming Tap, and uh, it's a 400K race, uh, 200 and t- too many miles. Uh, and Mark and I signed up to do the team version. So it was a uh, alternate. Yeah. Yeah. 60 mile. Yeah. Little loops. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we started off yesterday morning at 11, um, a very forgiving time to start a gravel race yeah. for sure. Um, with this, you know, we're, we're doing this kind of attitude. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. you took the first leg. Yeah. And the waiting around was kind of mind bending, you know, right. what do you do? You know, while you're out there, you can't, I can't help you. And yeah. it's kind of a weird situation when you're a teammate, you know? Right. And then you're like, okay, I should probably be hydrating and, oh, it's noon. I probably should have some lunch and, right. you know, right. <laughs> it was like, just wait, yeah, right. playing the waiting game. Yeah. I think it's definitely, it's, it was definitely different coming in from one of the loops because then it's like recover rest. Like there's actually shit to do. And also you're like, you know, personally I was like, Oh man, I hope he t- kind of takes his time. Cause I need, I need to lay down for a while. Yeah. But yeah. Um, was there a lot of activity going on during that first loop around the bar? Yeah. There was people coming in and going and, uh, you know, you'd hear clapping and cowbells when someone came in from a loop or whatever. And, mm-hmm. So there was a lot of that going on and uh, a lot of people in and out just getting ready to go and, you know, they were a part of a team or what have you. And uh, so it was, there was always something to to watch or, you know, check out bikes or whatever if you wanted to. But I was more like, um, I think I'm going to sit, I sat upstairs for a long time and we were, by the way, our abode for the weekend (laughs) was a big empty room above the coming tap. Provided by Bob, so yeah, yeah that that was that was awesome because you know it, it, the way it works is that everybody camps, and then uh, I thought, oh wait, uh, I should just ask Bob if we can stay upstairs. You know, it's, yeah, it's, I practically work there, so I was like, yeah, and he graciously let us not have to sleep outside, right. which was nice. Yeah, it was nice, and so we had this staging area basically set up up there for us, and so that's where I spent a lot of my pre-race waiting around and, and just kind of getting my mind around what I had to do and, you know, goals to set and stuff. So it, uh, but you know, waiting around, it's a, it's a whole different dynamic when you have a teammate. Plus I didn't know when you were going to get there for sure. Right. You know, I have to kind of estimate, well, you know, if Sam's feeling good, he might get in in four hours or if he's feeling super awesome, it might be less than that. Or if he's had a mechanical, it might be yeah. six hours, you know, I don't know. Yep. So, yeah, there is definitely some gray area in how long it's going to, you know, there's, 
it's not like, you know, Luke Wilson, like you already know that he's going to get there in like three hours regardless. Like how many miles is it? You know how long it's going to take. And yeah, there's a lot of factor. There were a lot of factors out there on the road that. Oh yeah. Fucked with everything. Yes. So Um, the conditions we should let the listeners know. Yeah. You know, it was a beautiful day actually. Uh, We had some light winds. But the biggest problem that we were facing as riders was that it was super dusty. I don't think, I think Stretch Wilson said you guys hadn't had rain down here for four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been quite a dry spell. Yeah. So the roads were really blown out. Um, They really didn't have a whole lot of fresh gravel on them, but there was a lot of dust. So every time you went by a car, it would go by you, um, It'd kick up dust probably 20 feet into the air, literally 20 mm-hmm. feet in the air, and it would just hang there until the wind blew it away. Yep. Yeah, the hang time on the dust was horrible yesterday. So I you, feel like that's so I'm not even hungry today because I ate yeah. so much dust yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, so it was dusty. The wind was a little rough, but um, it was overall, like loop one, there was cloud cover. Yeah, the temperature was fairly low. It was it was favor favorable, somewhat. Um, looking at the, I, you mentioned like people coming in when we left on that first loop. All the hundred k people were, finishers were coming in. Yeah, and so yeah, there were there were a gaggle of people coming in. So I can imagine that that was a good timing. Like okay, here's a bunch of people sending these guys off, mm-hmm. and then here comes all these other guys in. So you've got a kind of a crowd for them. That was a, that was pretty cool timing on, on a Steve's part. Um, Oh man, I'm just cooked right now. Hi. (laughs) Hey, how's it? So anyway, so, so, uh, I started off, uh, loop one, which kind of goes South and then goes way out West. Um, out past highway 169 and there is a it's familiar territory for me i've ridden out there a lot but man it just seemed like yesterday the hills were taller the uh, and uh i did a really dumb thing normally i always pack just a regular you know like commercial bottle of water Mm -hmm. somewhere on my person when i'm out there because you never know um even on my touring bike if you see pictures of my touring bike there's always like two liter bottles strapped to the front of the back rack. Right. Because again, you never know. And, uh, I rarely have to use those, but guess what? I didn't bring one yesterday and I completely ran out of water. Um, so it was touch and go from the start. My, uh, the bike was working great. I felt pretty strong. Uh, and then it just kind of went downhill from there. It's drinking a lot of water. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I, shouldn't and you know the dust yeah definitely was a factor for that uh thinking to myself like kind of getting panicked like oh man this isn't yeah. this is more water than i normally drink um and the the really bad decision i made was that bottle number four i loaded up with uh scratch labs hydration stuff um and usually when i do that a four bottle system i have that thing is just like four scoops of stuff in it so i can like hit a little shot of that and yeah. then drink water behind it right um and i could have used the actual bottle of water yesterday because when i ran so i ran out of water at mile uh 48 yeah i think that's what you told me yeah 
Yeah. Um, after a bunch of like, just fuck this moments. And, uh, so I, I, I had to sit down and a, a cry and listen to Judas priest, which is my, my new thing. And, uh, thought about the fact that like, okay, well there's still like a little bit of water trapped in the bottom of my bottles. So that's yeah. fine. So I, I did finally empty all those out, but I tried to like dude in a desert moment. Like, yeah. Okay. At mile 53, I can drink the slag out of the bottom of this bottle. Yeah. And then finally the last, my last act was, you know, it was like I finished the one last drink of that scratch lab stuff and that the caffeine was nice, but Oh, so, uh, and, and during this time I had, uh, nobody, you know, cars weren't stopping, getting buzzed, but there was, a I I came upon this house out in the country and there was a guy standing by his pickup. So I was like, Oh, Hey man, like, I really hate to be this guy, but I ran out of water. Could I, uh, do you guys have any, you know, water <laughs> just in case yeah. you don't have water? I, I don't yeah. know. And yeah, his response was uh, pretty incredible. It was, uh, you know, you guys are out here riding your bikes out here. You're creating a hazard. So you know what? I'm not going to give you shit. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Like he just turned yeah. around waved yeah. like, Hey, thanks bud. And he jumped in his pickup and tore off dusted the shit out of me. And I still like, you know, waved. Right. I wanted to tell him what was up, but yeah, you know, the only thing you can think about is someday you're going to be in need. What, what if someone turns you down, you know? Right. You know, right. Like, and he, he had a a kid with him. So now this kid is like, Oh, either a, like, wow, my dad's a huge dick, which by the way, you are a huge dick (laughs) or, uh, (laughs) <laughs> He's a dick. Um, or like this kid's now going to be like, oh, that's how we treat cyclists. Right. And, um, you know, I, I, I ride mindfully. I know Mark rides oh, yeah. mindfully. And uh, there were a lot of packs out there riding. But the uh, hazard created by, you know, a human being on top of a bicycle versus the hazard creating created by a giant pickup truck doing 90 down the gravel road. Right. I mean, who's really the hazard here? Right. Also, if somebody, I mean, I was like shaking, I was so dehydrated and this guy is like, I'm not giving you shit. I'm like, Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Well, and just like that, America's great again. Thanks yeah. pal. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Um, fuckers. So anyway, um, the end, the end of my story from the race is that I got into a spot where I'm thinking to myself, like I had, I texted you Mark, and was like, Hey, I'm having a cry or whatever it was. And I was ready to say, fuck it. I I was ready to just move into whatever, whatever house was next. (laughs) I I stopped by, I stopped by a church. They weren't, they weren't open. I just kind of rode through. There was nobody there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they had a water pump outside but it was padlocked uh, and i'm like damn it but then i thought about this i used to live out by there and the water out there because of all the fields not a great idea to drink oh, it but yeah. at that point i'm like i'll take the like nitrates yeah i'll take the 30 <laughs> minutes of dysentery night nitrate yeah. style because i just want to live to get back to the coming tap where there's right. beer um yeah uh Got to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm three miles away. I hit the I hit the bridge, 
and I had to like walk some tiny hills, like walking inclines, mm-hmm. and then kind of coast down the other side. It, I've never gotten to that point where, like, that's the point where I would normally be like, I'm calling for a ride, but I didn't want a DNF on the first loop, right? Because that's dumb. Um, and also, I was like, man, I, I have plenty of time. I can, oh, yeah, you I can, time. I can walk time. goddamn three miles in, you know, right. in a half an hour. Ain't no big deal. So, yeah, when, once I got in and I was so dehydrated and I was running the over under on whether or not I was going to need um, to go to the hospital and get an IV or something, yeah. like call a nurse or something. Cause, man, it, it, but it, I lasted, I got in, I got hydrated. Live tale tell live to tell the tale clearly because I'm telling it, and then uh, you you went out on loop two. Yeah, so Sam comes in, and I was a little bit shocked that you came in as soon as you did because you you did that in four almost four hours flat, which that's sixty miles. I, you were booking. You must have been flying at the beginning. There was some flying. Yeah, yeah. Be- because it was three o'clock when you came in, or we were just after three. You know what? Here's the thing, though, and I I think that maybe you guys got mi- me mixed up with somebody because I definitely came in a little bit later than that. No, because Steve goes, Steve goes, you know this guy. Oh and, yeah. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked right. I looked you right in the eye, and you and I. It was like tapping out to a. For us, I mean, we didn't talk to each other. You you went behind me, and I took off. You know. Well, I I was delirious, and that would explain why I was uh, like, how am I so turned inside out? Oh, because I was turning myself yeah. inside. Jesus. Okay. Well. Yeah. So I was like, holy crap! And he went, fly- he was flying right, and I had no idea that you'd had this trouble because your text didn't come to me. Oh yeah, well, you didn't get him until you were back out on the yeah, road. Yeah. So I was like five miles down the road, and. <laughs> on my loop and my phone starts blowing up and I'm thinking, Oh, my, my family was coming down to spend some time in Des Moines while I'm out there doing this crazy stuff. And I thought, Oh my God, maybe something happened with my family. I better check it. I better check it out. So I pull over and it's all these like three texts in a row that you'd sent me. And I'm like, well, he's, he's fine. I didn't even read them because I was like, well, he's fine. Yeah. one of those crazy things. Yeah, he probably alive. he probably hates me because I didn't answer him back, you know. <laughs> so that yeah. thus began the the we're not really communicating well. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. We had definitely had a disconnect in like it's you know they it's hard to tell tone from a text. Right. My tone was hell no. Yeah. Straight up hell no. I'm done. <laughs> it's over. So I go out and I my in my mind my goal was not to go as fast as you did because I knew I'd just done a hundred mile ride the weekend mm-hmm. before this, and my goal was to go okay I think if I can hold around a twelve mile an hour, kind of an average, I'll finish before sunset, you know pretty easily, and that'll give us a ton of time to do the next two legs. You know, we'll have yeah. you, you'll go out and have it all night long, and probably yeah. finish before sunset. And we had well, time in the bank for yeah, sure. Yeah, so I was I was amazed that you'd done it that fast, but it was a good thing from that standpoint. So I could like measure my efforts, and and I was doing a pretty good job of that. And then about mile twenty, there was this super strange cue that I couldn't figure out, and I texted you and said I was lost. 
because right. the the queue, the road ran out into a T intersection with a county road, and the county road was indicated on the map, but there was no direction or what to do with it. And uh, I looked, the next queue down had the same exact mileage. It was turn right. And so I'm looking, and there's not a road right there <laughs> to turn right on. Huh. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to, if you have to turn right, it could be either either way, but I'm thinking the general direction of the course was east mm-hmm. for me. So it would make more sense to go north and then look for a right-hand turn, and hopefully I'm right. Right. You know, because cyclists don't leave tracks on pavement. No, amazingly, so, it's you hard know, gra- to follow that. On gravel, it's... You can do that if yeah. you're kind when, of if you miss a turn and then all of a sudden you don't see like the snake trail. Yeah, like oh that was the turn. Yeah, yeah, you don't get that on pavement. No, so I go and I and it, of course I don't know how far this next turn is going to be, and it was probably two miles to the next. I actually stopped after I went a mile. I crossed a couple bridges and I stopped and I'm like, okay, I gotta get my phone out and see if this next road's coming up because I don't want to burn all these miles and be wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I got my phone out and I was pretty frustrated with the whole deal at that point, as far as how the cues had been written. And like I told you, part of that is because I was so meticulous with that myself with trans Iowa, you know, it was my number one thing. Cues have to be spot on. They have to be, you know? And so I'm like, all right, I'm trying to hold this race to my standard. That's not fair. Whether it's right or wrong, it doesn't matter. It's not it's just not fair for me to do that to him. So I said, I got to chill out and get my phone out and see if I can find And I found it, and everything worked out well. I not only had two miles of pavement there, I just remembered this. The next turn was pavement oh. again, and it was busy. And I'm like, I don't like this. You know, I don't. Okay, I ride gravel. Because I I don't like to ride with traffic. Thank you. Yeah, you know, and it gets so really unnerving. And so now I'm riding with a lot of traffic, and I'm like, I just this it's not what I signed up for. I didn't sign up to ride a bunch of pavement, right? So I was getting a little frustrated with that. But anyway, we got up to I got this hill, and it was the next turn was a left. I think it was so I was three miles of pavement right there in a row. Well, anyway, so things are going okay, and I'm getting passed by some people who decided they were gonna burn up the road and fine, go right ahead. I'm, I'm not going to chase you, you know? I'm just, mm-hmm. I remember there was a guy at this point in the race, it was in the 20-ish mile mark. This guy comes by me on a on a mountain bike, and he was pedaling way more than he needed to. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I hope you make it, but you're, you're burning up a lot of energy. Because he wasn't being, you know, you see someone cycling, and you're like, you're not being very efficient. You right. Know? And so anyway, that was kind of fun, but I was, <laughs> I was drinking and I was eating. I had a little thing going on where I needed to eat at certain times and drink at certain times. And some of that got thrown off by the pavement stuff. Cause I just don't like, I get really nervous around cars and stuff like that are coming on my backside. And, but I was doing, doing pretty good. So then I entered that area that I was telling you about earlier around Banner Lake and this, and then there was another weird yeah. queue where I was supposed to take a slight left on a Somerset Trail. All right. There's a bike trail there, and there's a road a little bit further up, and the road is called Dubuque Road. Well, yeah. that's not where I'm supposed to turn. Sometimes bike trails are called trails when they're named, but the, the trail's not signed. Right. Okay. 
I guess I go left. I, I'm going to do it, you know? you know. Again, again, cyclists don't leave tracks on right. paved trails, so. Well, that that particular, uh, like, confluence of roads and bike trail uh, right there at Banner is uh, it's confusing. Like, yeah. I've ridden down there for years. I finally, this year, figured out, like, okay, if I take this turn here, because I don't know what it is, like, being down there, I get, my brain gets turned around. Yeah. Cause it's, Anyway, so I, what I'm saying is I understand it's a lot of confusion over and, there. And the, the whole reason I'm belaboring this point about cues and stuff is be, is not to disparage the race, but to paint a picture that I'm, I've got this frustration built up. Because it ha- right. that's a big part of my ride later. So I have that all in the bank already, and I'm continuing on. And it was about, I want to say mile 40 my legs just went gone they were gone and so i was like you i was climbing the hills in my lowest gear and just i was in survival mode yeah. at that point i still had water and stuff but my legs were just done now you're done you rode this 100 mile thing last week and now you're trying to do this to me again my body yep. throws up the it's middle like, finger nope. <laughs> you're getting the nope sir yeah so i'm like oh man and so i'm getting frustrated about this too because otherwise i felt great my legs are just gone you know no power in the legs so i'm working through that and finally i decided at the top of this one hill there was some shade i was going south so there was shade from the west a small bunch of trees and i said i'm gonna stop here and i'm just gonna calm the hell down and try to get a hold of myself because right. I've got it was like mile forty-seven or something. I had a right. long, you know ways to go, you know, and so I lay down on my back. And a lot of times, if I lay down on my back and stretch my back out and do some stretches and things, I get back on the bike and I'll feel a lot better. And that worked for a little bit, you know. But then I got to the point where I was ta- telling you about the level B road, and that was at mile fifty something, and I thought. I'm going to get down this. My shoes were bugging that crap out of me. They were way too tight. And yeah. I needed to loosen them up. So I got to get off the bike and fix these shoes. And I'll do it in this level B road because I won't get right. pestered by anybody. Of course, <clears throat> then cars are going by me on a level B road of all things. Yeah, like so, what are you guys doing out here? Yeah. So that was mildly frustrating to me as well because, you know, there were being nice people and asked me if I needed help and stuff. And I'm like, you know, right now at this point, you're, you're tired. You want this to be done, and I'm, and I don't need you to bother me, you know. But you, know, you can't be that way to those people because they don't know where where you're at. And you're right, ride, you know. So you'd be nice to them, and, and inside you're like, just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, nothing to see here. Yeah. Move along. And so then that was another level of frustration added in. So I got to mile fifty three. I knew I was getting pretty close. I was my legs had come back at about that time um for whatever reason i just started climbing better and stuff and, and what okay you know must I'll be looser shoes i'll take it you yeah. know and uh yeah <laughs> the, the, the blood could actually flow yeah, it turns out this <laughs> loosing the shoe thing just totally changed it yeah and so then i texted sam and i said coming to you mile 53 something like that anyway yeah so and, then you thought uh, so so i get this text and it seems awfully upbeat and I'm definitely not upbeat. I when I 
I got in, I hydrated, I, but there was a lot going on. So I didn't, I wanted to take a nap, but all this stuff was going on and I was still a little bit wired and it was eating food. And so finally when I, uh, recused myself from the public, went upstairs and I'm like, okay, I'm going to lay down and take a quick nap. Mark probably won't be here for whatever. And also the whole time I was back in, I'm like, I'm not fucking going back out there. There's no way I'm going back out there. When Mark gets here, we're going to discuss it. So uh, I get this text, and it's like, hey, coming your way. I'm like, ah, <laughs> geez. And I had just started falling asleep. So I got up and got changed into a fresh kit, filled up the water bottles, got everything buttoned down. And um, so I was sitting there at the, the handoff line. And I got antsy. And I was like, you know what? Fucking, I'm going now. Like, hey, where are you going? Like, I'm just going to go over there. Bye. Yeah, so I actually left before Mark had gotten in um, because, I I mean, I got that. The message was like, let's do this, brother. Yeah. And I was like, all right, let's do this. Um, and, it, oh, boy. If only I had waited a few more minutes. So, yeah, I, I got out there on, on loop three. And my legs had somehow like cut, bounced back pretty fast, and I was out there. It was fine. And then you know, dusk hit. Uh, the, my sine wave beacon light was doing like a great job of providing light and charging my Garmin while the Garmin is on like screen lit mode, while you know not writing super fast. Mm-hmm. I was like, Damn, this is a solid light. So yeah, it was, like equipment's working great. Legs are feeling okay, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to start kicking it up a bit. So I start kicking it up a bit, and like mile 10, I'm like, oh, man. This is it's still, like, I was basically riding, like, hero dirt the whole way. It was just amazing, hard pack. Um, it was probably only, like, maybe 78, 80 degrees out tops. The wind had died down. Yeah. I mean, it was perfect, like, the... That once I got in my first climb, my uh, and I had cleaned the crap out of my bike when I came in. Somebody, they were like, it looked like someone had just thrown it into a dust box and brought it out. So I kind of pulled it apart, did some cleaning, lubing, and by all means, it should have been back to normal. But once I got to that first climb, it started like I tried to get in my cl- first off. I was already in the first climb, getting all the way to my one to one. Yeah. And like, that's a bad sign. Right. Also, my bike does not want to do that. So I was like, okay, so it's doing the clickety clack. Like, nope, mm-hmm. don't want to do it. So I'm like, that's fine. And the whole time I'm doing this and I'm like, I don't want to do this. But, but that I'm thinking about your text. Like, yeah. dude, Mark's way into this. I've got to persevere. Yeah. There's only 52 more miles to go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I I kept cruising, and uh, I had stopped off. There's, we crossed Highway 92, so I stopped off there because I'm like, well, if the highway is not busy, I could, I'm bailing. I'm just mm-hmm. going to bang a right. It's three miles to Martinsdale, and I can hit the trail and come back up, and at least then I, you know, don't feel like a total like sag wagon loser. Yeah. And, but man, it was busier and shit. I'm like, I'm not getting on that road. Now, when you leave Indianola going towards Martinsdale, there's this giant shoulder. But once you get to like E 53 or whatever, that goes North to Norwalk that disappears and there's zero shoulder at all. 
Yeah. And I, I have squirreled myself into a corner on the road bike one day thinking like I was going to be slick on a early Sunday morning and ride that stretch of road. And I remember how pissed people were Yeah, like, man. And at this point I'm like, I'm just going to get killed. And yeah. that was the number one rule. Don't die. Um, so I sat there and I had like, I think one of the 400 K people, like one of the solo people passed me and they're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm like on my phone texting people. I'm like hanging out. Uh, it's like, yeah, I'm just chilling out. Like I'm just figuring out what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. You guys keep on trucking. And, uh, I was texting one of my friends from Philadelphia who was like, that's so awesome. You're doing this on your birthday and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, you should keep going. I'm like, uh, yeah, you're right. I should. My legs are still feeling okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I crossed 92. I head down and, uh, I was like at mile 20, I'm going to stop. I'm going to eat some food. I'm going to take that extra bottle of water and just chug that thing. And then see where I'm at. Eat some sports beans. You know, get yeah. get ready to try to tackle the next two thirds. So <clears throat> I get to mile twenty, which was a bridge, and I was like, "Oh, I love to sit on bridges in the middle of nowhere." So I just like hung out, and the bridge was a little sketchy and yeah. narrow, and there was a lot of traffic out there. So I, yeah, I got up the road, and I was just like sitting in the road listening to Chuck Mangione. Uh, by the way, the intro to today's uh, episode is uh, the most famous song by Chuck Mangione, which uh, Bob Morale of The Coming Tap has gotten obsessed with in the last year. And he played it maybe, I mean, the song's like 13 minutes long, but yeah. it feels like he played it, what, like a million times? Yeah, yeah, like drilled it into our brains. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and that was his plan. Like, I yeah. have I have text proof of this from back on the Ragbri. It's like, yes, be great. Like, these guys, like, out there, like hating themselves, like yeah. hammering away at three in the morning with that song stuck in their head. Like how diabolical. Um, so I'm like, I didn't want to stop a list of Judas priest because that has a totally different meeting. Cause I was definitely not heading to the highway. I finally was like fucking done. Yeah. You know what? I am about to enter the actual climbing. I was at the bottom of the first big hill and that big hill had these like giant fist size, loose rocks it was mm. the first bad gravel of that. Like 20 miles in, it was like perfect. So I look at my average speed was like 10.8. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's a real bad sign. I'm like, I'm going to be out here all night just to slog away another 40 miles. Like, I'm not into that. Um, maybe if I was on my bag bike, like then I feel like I have an excuse. Like, well, right. it was the hauling all the stuff. I'm like, I'm riding something that's supposed to get me there faster. Um, so I'm sitting on that hill and there's this guy comes by in a cutthroat and he just, <laughs> he gets to that part. I had just moved down the hill. He got to that part and where he, you could see his, his light lit up the hill and the gravel. And he just goes, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like just screams. And I'm like, and I yell. I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I got on that too. And I said, like when I, t- I was going to go back up that hill and continue on a little bit more. But when I got on my bike, it, I couldn't even get traction to get moving up because it was so steep. Yeah. And it went back to like, I had a conversation with uh, Mark West earlier. He was like, how do you like riding those, you know, byways? I'm like, Oh, I love them. Like once you get them the right pressure, they're fantastic. Like mm-hmm. a lot of control. They're wide. He's like, yeah, I just can't get into riding slick tires on gravel. I'm like, well, I never, Hey, it happened again. <laughs> 
Our little break. Yeah, uh, so a little break. It's a Mark West break. What a great theme. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, that was that kind of rang out my head too. It was like I've got like the two marks. The one that's like, yeah, let's do this. And I got the other one that's like, I don't know about riding slick tires on gravel there, man. Like, yeah. And yeah, that was the. But yeah, when that guy came through and he was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> nope. It's absolutely not kidding you at all. Yeah. Like that. That is what it's going to be like for the next at least 12, 14 miles, like going into that area. So yeah, I um, I had I then texted Mark when I decided to quit. Did I text you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was oh, but it was after I I had talked to my other half, Abby. Yeah, and you know I we we have this thing where I share my location twenty four seven just in case, and it's come in handy a lot. And last night, um, that was my go to. Also, it was my birthday at midnight, so it kind of worked out like it was getting close to midnight, and uh, I was like, "Babe, I'm freaking done. Like I'm burnt." I can't do it. He's like, all right, come into the dot. So she, she drove down, got there at like 1122. And I had texted you right after that. Like, Hey, Abby's coming to get me. And then I'm thinking like, man, this guy's totally sleeping. Like, why wouldn't you be sleeping right now? Right. You know, it's time. Um, so yeah, I get And then I had, I got passed by some more of the 400 K people and they were all like, fuck this. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, man. And you're only halfway like right. this is, it's not getting any better after this. Um, so yeah, I got, I got picked up. Uh, I also had to run in with a, a dog. I, I had gone up the hill to a house that had a, a big shed across the road and lighting. So I, I could be seen, but the family was out on their deck and their dog was just like, just raw, raw, raw. I'm like, man, not today. You, I taste disgusting. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can't believe there were like no dog sprints. There were like two. During those two loops, I had two instances where uh, on the first loop, there was like dogs way off in the distance. And I saw them come at me. But I mean, they were like way back yeah. off the road. They were coming at me. And I just yelled at them like, hey do we really need to race today? Yeah. And they were kind of like, Oh, that dude just talked to us. So they kind of lost interest. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> not today guys. Yeah. Like not today. I, I'm not in the dog sprints. And then there was another time when I was coming around. Um, I, it was the overnight part and I'm like looking at the map and I'm in one of the 400 K women had gotten way ahead of me and I hear dogs barking and I'm like, ah, oh, shit dog sprints. Like yeah. I ain't got this right now. And I'm like, well, maybe that's just like something else. And then I'm like looking at the map and I'm listening to where it's coming from. And then I see where the turn is. I'm like, oh, I got to go right past this house. But they they were, they had been subdued by then, right. thankfully. But yeah, so I, I get up to this house and I was like, hey, folks, I'm just waiting for a ride to pick me up. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Just a dude. Yeah. And that dog just like, rawr, 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 rawr. I'm like, yeah, not today, man. Come on. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to this shit. Right. I get it. You're a dog. You got to announce that you're here. Right. But yeah, Abby picked me up. We jig jagged around and took the interstate up and then rolled in. And then magically it was exactly my birthday. So I rolled into birthday shots and I had texted Bob too. I just said, it's almost birthday shot time. And I think he immediately knew that I was. Yeah. Cause I spent, I spent like hours being like, I'm not going back out there. Yeah. 
Yeah. And when they saw me like leaving, like people that I was talking to, they were like, whoa. I'm like, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> there's a, yeah, but there's no way. There's no way I would have made it further than I did. But yeah, so. Um, so we go back to where I made that text to you. And so I, I'm thinking I'm going to beat the sunset, you know. And at that point where I texted you, it was a river bottom area and it was super flat. So I was feeling, still feeling pretty good. And then I don't know how far south of coming that is where the hills kick back in. Five miles or so. And so I hit these hills and I'm like right back where I was earlier with nothing. I had nothing, you know. And it was just, and the sun's going down and I turn my lights on and keep plugging away. And I got to where I had to turn right I was supposed to turn right and then make two lefts, and then I was going to be pretty much there at the finish. Mm-hmm. And so I mistakenly made a left instead of the right. And I went oh, two man. miles down the road, and I heard the interstate, and I saw the overpass over the interstate, and I'm like, ah, uh, nope. no. <laughs> that's a nope. This is not good. And so, dang, that's four, that's four miles I didn't need to do, right? Oh, man. And so yeah. then... Adding up all that other frustration through the day, it just kind of peaked right there. And then I'd run out of water by this point, which wasn't going to be a big deal if I'd made the right turns and, and found coming. I, but I would have been not real good, but I would, would have been okay. Right. You know. Well, now I'm going to go way in the, in, in the deficit, right? So I get back up to where I turned off, made the, the right instead of the left. And made the next left, and that went on forever. It was thirty third. I was on thirty third. Yeah. I just kept going forever, and it was like, where is? I'm supposed to make this other left right. and debut, never and it just never ends. And I'm like, and my mind just started going. I was gone. My mind just took off, and I started getting super, super frustrated. And everything else through the day was just added added to this moment. And I was thinking to myself, man, Sam's sitting there waiting for me to show up. Because I didn't really understand right. your text about I'm on. You said I'm oh, on yeah. the loop. Yeah, when I left, I, I stopped after I got out there and said, "Yeah, hey, I'm on the loop." Yeah, and so I didn't really understand <laughs> what that meant. And I'm like, he's communication. Sit- yeah, <laughs> and so I'm sitting there thinking, he's sit- he's waiting for me. I'm taking forever to get. I gotta find coming. I have to find coming. And I just started freaking out. And so I got my phone out and I was trying to. And I could see where I was, and I could see where coming was. It was like right there, but I couldn't find a road that went to it, you know? Right. And I didn't know how far I was going to go up this 33rd, but it looked like I was going to go right past coming, you know? And I kept going. I said, you know, I'm really, I was super frustrated because I didn't know where I was for sure, too. You know, I was just dehydrated and I needed to eat something real, and I didn't have that with me. And, so all these things, I was just at the end of my rope, and physically and mentally at the end of my rope. Yeah, you know, we we should have both packed uh, jersey sandwiches. Yep. For well, real. Actually, I did. Really? Yeah. Um, the guy that I borrowed the light from, Dave Roll, gave me his peanut butter sandwich. Oh, yeah. I so, saw those in there. Yeah. Yep, yep. So I packed one of those, but I tried to eat it, and when your mouth is dry, eating a peanut butter sandwich nope. is like not yeah, going to happen. Nope. So I took two bites of it and threw it in the ditch because I just, it wasn't going to happen, you know. Right. And uh, I didn't have enough water for that, for one thing. 
I knew nobody that. did. <laughs> it was this race was like the twenty four hours of running the fuck out of water. Yeah, yeah, it, it happened to most people. So I I stopped and sat in the ditch again, and was super frustrated. And I, I decided if I come across the Great Western Trail, which goes right by Coming Bar, I'm getting on that sucker. I'm I don't care. I'm done. Yep. I want to get back to town now. I want this to be over with now. <laughs> and you know, Sam said earlier he had sat down and had a cry. I probably would have too, but I was too dehydrated. Yeah. <laughs> like, Those tears weren't going to show up. It's more of a sulk. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I come across the Great Western Trail and made the right-hand turn on it. And I went a mile, and there was another intersection. And I stopped, and I laid on my back right in the middle of the trail, and I just looked up at the sky, and I felt awful because I was letting you down. Because I was taking forever to get back to town, and I wasn't on the route anymore, which in my mind means you're done you know right. because of the way i used to run my race so i get back there and i didn't know where you were i for sure and this would have been about 9 something i call yeah. you were out right i was about a half an hour about 23 minutes down the road it yep. was 8:37 when i finally was like yep. i can't i'm getting too antsy yeah so I pull in and of course because i came off the great western trail the timekeeper just thought i was a cyclist he didn't put two and two together you know i went right. right by him and he waved at me and i thought in my mind that meant i got your number <laughs> so right. i i was like fine i don't want to deal with you well he got up out of his chair and came running over to me and said so did you have a nice ride you know and everything i said yeah i just want a beer right now and i just around and walked away i didn't want to talk to anybody right you know and people were saying, hey, guitar, Ted, good ride, and something. And I just walked right by him. I just walked yep. straight to our, our little room above the coming tap, got cleaned up, laid down, zonk. I was out. Yeah. This is a whole lot of, yeah. I'll show you how my ride was by putting yeah. the blinders on. <laughs> so if you were there and I wasn't very friendly, it was because I was, I was yeah. ready to be done. You know, you know we, we, actually, we actually saw one of the 400K people roll in this morning. Did the exact same thing. Yep. She came in super hot. Yeah. Like 20 you, you miles an tell. hour. I yeah. am ready for this to be done now. Yep. <laughs> she had this look on her face like, nope. And then she yep. put her bike down and walked back down. She even rode right past the, the time spot. Right. She had to walk back down. Yeah, yeah, but her you could just her body language, her face, everything was just like, yeah. Yeah, uh I, no. I know exactly what you're feeling. Yep. yep. <laughs> yep. I th- any of us that did any of the loops today know know where you're coming from yeah so then it was a, about a little bit after midnight and you were in the bar and i've got uh push notifications to my fitbit on my arm so i'm sleeping upstairs and i get this and it buzzes my wrist and i'm like oh what 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 and i look at my oh it's a text and you text me get down here we're drinking <laughs> yeah get down to the bar we're drinking and i had when i showed up i came in and uh I went upstairs immediately. Well, no, I, I went into the bar after I got my stuff unloaded. And then um, I was like, yeah, like birthday shots. And then Meg's like, you need to go upstairs and wake up Mark. And so I was like, okay. So I walked upstairs and like, there you were sleeping, like not making a peep. And I like hit your arm a couple of times, like step back. Cause I don't know if you're like a sleep swinger or what. Oh yeah. Like smack, smack. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> man, I'm not trying to get punched in the legs. I already had that happen. All right. And yeah, you were like, I did, okay, he's breathing, but man, you didn't move. So I'm like, well, forget about it. I'll just go back downstairs. I'll text him. When he wakes up, he'll see the text and he'll know. Yeah. yeah. 
he'll hear the get out of my mind <laughs> um yeah so yeah you when you showed up you showed up way faster than i thought you would thanks to your watch yeah hey come downstairs like all right it's freaking birthday shot time yep and man everybody was so much drunker than we were yeah it was impressive yeah it was yeah, yeah. you know it's i i do kind of enjoy watching from the the periphery that nonsense going on but you know i started getting towards that that angle myself i started getting like like our bodies were so overworked that even just like doing shots it was just like zip taking yep. it yeah like whatever calories you have i'm taking yep. right now yes thank you <laughs> thank you thank you and yeah i did like five birthday shots in a row yeah. and normally that would just put me in mumble mode yeah and it was like nope nope but i tell you what when I got to mumble mode, which is not too long after that, I was like, oh, shit. And then I looked around and I realized, like, you were talking to Stretch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he's in a shape. And I look over at the grill dudes and like, oh. <laughs> they were in big shape. They were in a shape. <laughs> yeah, like, wow, everybody here. Oh, man, I need to get out of here for a second. This is kind of freaking me out. I don't want to get like that tonight because, you know, we still had to, like, try to sleep and get up in the morning, come home. Mark has to go, you know, drive another, what, two hours yep. to get home. And, uh, this has been a lot of hours of traveling on bike and car and, and car and yeah. making my other half drive all the way to Southern Iowa to come pick my ass up. I felt so bad, but it was nice to you know be able to see her as we turn midnight. Like, you want to come in? Like, Oh, hell no. <laughs> no I'm going back home. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay. Well, thanks, babe. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, you came down with we and I had disappeared upstairs, and I was talking to Bob and our friend uh, John for a while. And I was eating another sandwich because it was my legs were like food, food, yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. Alcohol is not enough calories. We need more calories. And uh, I was sitting up there, and they were talking, and they were getting like really ridiculous. And I'm like, man, I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't want to partake in this. I'm not in the mood. And I look over, and I see my. My little uh, your what, burrito, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did, yeah, Callie called it the little green burrito. Yeah. It was like I'm getting in the green burrito. So yeah, I went to sleep, and then that was that was that for me. People were passed out all over the place upstairs. Yeah, yep. it was like a, it was almost like a, a weird like vampire movie kind of thing. <laughs> like everybody, because it was just like I don't know even what it was. Maybe three, only like maybe three three thirty. Yeah, I tapped out. Wasted. We tapped out a little bit sooner than, but yeah, you you got you stayed I, up. Oh, I got my my legs. I was wired, and I stayed up all night long till the sun came up, and watched it rain. This rainstorm came in with this shelf cloud and a lot of gusts of wind and stuff. It was kind of interesting, and I tried to go upstairs to join you to lay down and sleep for a while, but the doors were all locked. I don't know how that happened. And then so, but it wasn't much longer, and I was able to get up there and knock out for about a couple more hours. So Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of weird that the, even the, the back access door was locked. Like, yeah. there's no reason for that. There yeah. are people manning yeah. that side of the bar all night long waiting for riders. Um, we got visited in the middle of the night by the sheriff. Yeah. Which was really kind of... So I'm standing there where the, the two people that were grilling... Uh, were like, they were beyond drunk. They were 
really hammered yeah. and you could you, i mean there was no hiding it you know and uh stretch was there and he was fine and i i seemed like i was fine and and i'm standing there with a can of dale's pale ale in my hand and all of a sudden i see the guy that was grilling looking like beyond me and i'm like oh there's somebody else here so i turn and there's this warren county sheriff standing there and he's like six foot three and all muscle <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. and i'm like oh he's got a smile on his face okay <laughs> at least we're good well it turns out that he was super friendly and was just checking on him what was going on at the bar you know and and um he was when he found out what we were up to he was like this is really cool i love activities like this as long as everybody's safe and his big thing was just be safe you yeah. know and uh super super cool you know to have that kind of attitude from law enforcement so yeah, that I mean that is really nice because there are other counties in Iowa, mainly north of Des Moines, that are not right even close to being that civil. Uh, we actually got into a situation on the off route on the Ragbri, where we were in Jamaica, and we. Um, Jamaica is a little town in Iowa, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, just, <laughs> it's a very, very, very small town in Iowa. It's on the Raccoon River bike trail, so there's a, there's a bar there, and there's like a sort of a town kind of um yeah we weren't in jamaica jamaica like that exp- like how off route can you get on rag right. oh, we were on an island <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, so, on. yeah for those of you who are not familiar with the geography of iowa we have a jamaica and a brooklyn and all that fun stuff um so we um had come down from the overnight town and met up with bob and a crew in jamaica and we show up and there's like this whole street party going on. There's like live music, not in the street, but like in this old car repair bay. All like all the baggers that had made it that far were all hanging out in their camp chairs, drinking beers. There's like, you know, beer for donations, um, which evidently ran out right before I got there. So we're like, you know, we're hanging out and then I look over and they, their county sheriffs show up. And I'm like, oh, shit, because this is like, wait, is this Story County? Like, which county is this? Because Story County is not a fan of cyclists. Uh, But they, uh, the guy who owned the place had been arrested the week before because he was, like, grilling naked outside of his house or something. Oh, wow. There was some weird (laughs) shit going on with this guy. He's a very eclectic individual, to say the least. So they were just coming in to check check up on make sure people didn't have open containers in the street you know like right. safety right. being legal but they hung out for but the beer was the beer had run out right. so like nobody was grabbing beer off their bikes or anything and then there's a, a new bar that's catty corner from where we're at and i don't know if that had anything to do with it but we finally go over there and I'm like hey thanks officers um they did have a couple of people that were being ignorant to them and so yeah. they were returning the favor but nobody got arrested. Yeah, somebody was like, fuck you, pigs. Like, whoa. Yeah. This is unnecessary right right now. Like, you know, there's, this could turn into, you know, there's a lot of people here and you're not speaking for them. Right. Everybody is being chill. Yeah. That, but yeah, we go to the bar and then they're like, well, we're closing at 11. It's like 10, 15. I have never sandbagged ordering shots so hard in my life. And they were also, they, they weren't that interested in serving us, even yeah. though they were like fucking three deep at the bar. Yeah. That was a theme for the next 12 hours too. But, um, 
Yeah, they, I'm glad that they Warren County. Yeah, showed up. That was refreshing to see yeah. that attitude, and you know, he specifically talked about cycling and you know how that was a cool activity, and he he was totally behind it. And long as every, like again, the safety thing, be safe, and and uh, which is you know we should. Yeah, I mean that's smart. Right. That's a smart thing to do. Yeah. So Don't we're, be a jerk off out on the road. Yeah, you know, be yeah. safe. And we 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 related to him a, a couple of the uh, incidents that people had reported about getting buzzed, and I guess there was some dude in a pickup truck that was being kind of an ass to people. Yeah, and there's the the red pickup. Yeah, that guy. So we told him about that, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, he, he, I get it. There's people that, but on the whole, that's stupid, and they shouldn't be that way." And he was, you know, cycling's cool. Right. So that was great to see that. You know, it's it's going back to our conversation from the last episode. Um, now, when I lived down there years ago, nobody ever bothered me. Nobody had an attitude. Everybody was like yeah. a waving. But now as gravel has grown and there are tens of people out there every day riding on those roads, I feel like that's kind of like, so yeah, gravel's getting big mm-hmm. and now it's kind of creating... Um, it's creating some angst with the locals because, you know, they used to be, you know, they, they'd see like four bike Iowa dudes or four Sakari dudes flying down the road or like just me, one person or, you know, it it was, it wasn't that frequent, but now like it's like gravel highways out there. Yeah. And as they've limited our access to there's construction going on. So for the longest time, the Adams road bridge over 35 was out. And Adams Road comes out of a small town uh, called Arilla. It's just north of Cumming. And that is like the gate. When you come down the bike trail from Des Moines, that's the first real gravel road. And you bang a right on it. And you can go west pretty much all the way to Nebraska if you jig-jag enough. Yeah. But, yeah, when they took that bridge out, everybody was, you know, forced south. So yeah. there were a couple of years where you had to ride down there. Um. So maybe... That that's kind of like one of the side effects of the gravel scene growing is that it's yeah. making ru- the rural residents, ru- rural re- the country residents. Um, <laughs> that's funny because my wife has the same trouble with that oh, word. Man, can't do it, can't do, especially not today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the 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 locals that live out there are either like, man, this is cool, or man, it's really not cool. Like my, hey, yeah. we're not giving you shit. Like, okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. I appreciate your... Um, your dickedness. Yeah, your dickedness. <laughs> Dickhole. Man, what a shithead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think... So overall, like, 24 Hours of Coming was... Uh, I'm just going to be real honest. It was a bunch of fucking bullshit. Um, I... I love Steve Cannon and I really love that. This is the first time I've done the event. I don't know what year they're on right now, but usually I'm doing other things on my birthday than right. doing that, which was a, the opposite of what I should have been doing. Um, except for hanging out with you. Yeah. Like all the people there, that was awesome. And like right. our, our bike ride down to coming on Friday night, that was fucking great. And our yep. two hours of podcasting, um, which is probably going to turn into that here. Oh wow. We're actually under an hour. Yeah. Um, like all that was great, but like the the physical punishment was uh, maybe if I end up there next year, we'll just spectate. Right, I'll help out in the grill or something. Do my volunteer. Yeah, I'll just be a volunteer. <laughs> yeah, 
because the volunteering to get punished thing like so yeah it was there were there were a lot of um navigation errors uh, it was super dry out people were running out of water um i 100% believe that the elevation gain listed for loop 1 is wrong and my garmin's right but everybody told me my garmin's lying uh, garmin's do screw up oh, with yeah. the elevation thing um i mean i've had rides where it like I same same area and it tells me I've did zero climbing. Like, well, yeah, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> talk to my leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I may have climbed one or two hills, um, but I mean, overall, it was enjoyable. Like the company was great. Yeah, and you know the Chuck Mangione four thousand million times right. was fantastic, uh, and it was an adventure. And sometimes you have to like go out on those adventures. You know, it, I was thinking sure. about this earlier. Like, it doesn't matter what length a gravel event is they all have their own distinct challenges. Sure. So like trans Iowa is just, um, dumb. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like everything about it yeah. is a challenge. <laughs> right. But then you go into like serum, just a hundred K. Yeah. Um, I've done serum a bunch of times and never finished that damn course during serum yeah. because it, it's always like weather related or health related for me. The last time I tried it, um, and then this, I'm going into it like thinking it's, so it's just going to be like doing two serums. That's yeah. fine. It's nice out, but man, it was, it was a whole different animal. Yeah. Same, same area. In fact, the first loop, there was a bunch of serum roads on it and, uh, it was nice to ride them in reverse though, because I yeah. don't like going the other, like coming down into this river Valley. Usually you climb out of that and that's where I die every time. Like, yeah. cause it's just like forever going uphill a really long climb yeah yeah we we yeah so overall um i am no longer interested in doing 24 hours of coming um if i'm in town for it next year i'll hang out and right. you know, i'm really thankful that steve puts it on and like all the volunteers and seeing like jim cummins there yeah. and uh fatty adam blake from gravel city Yep. Um, formerly of World of Bikes out of Iowa City, yep. one of my favorite shops. Um, yeah, it's cool running into like old friends and right seeing some like gravel luminaries there punishing mm-hmm. themselves. Yep, and hanging out with Mark. Yeah, that was great. That was yeah. probably the best part of all. We that was the only part I really enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of it all sucked. <laughs> so yeah, it was awesome. So from my standpoint. Um, it's t- it's a tough event. It's just mm-hmm. you know there's no there's no real quarter given you know anywhere mm-hmm. on it. And uh, kudos to those who did it and finished it. I mean that was tough. And there was a lot of people who didn't finish it. So, um, but if from my perspective, I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean, it's it's there's certain things about that that cue sheet thing and and some other things right. that I just really kind of got under my skin a little bit, but you know, it, that's something that they can clean up in the future. Then yeah, great. So I would right. consider coming back again, but yeah, I, I always say I'm never going to consider doing something again, but that's the day after. We, yeah. We yeah. just got a beat down. <laughs> I'm still really sore. Yeah. I can't even eat. I'm so out of it. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I mean, if I'm in town for next year, I, I might, I mean, it's right down the street. Right. Might maybe we could just both do the hundred k together, right? And then we'll have the rest of the day to just hang out, right? Instead of this, like, all right, coming your way, like, ah, shit, he really wants to do this, like, damn it, yeah, that, oh man, 
Yeah. So we had a conversation uh, back to Des Moines uh, about that like let's just be honest with each other when we text right like, we don't even have to explain it just be like like thumbs up thumbs down like screw this yeah. or yeah this is okay yeah 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 because uh i mean both of our texts were so ambiguous right <laughs> but meant meant to the negative side. right yeah yeah <laughs> that's how it goes so. yeah that's the way she goes boys yeah anyway i would love to keep talking about stuff but i think it's about time to wrap things up right on um thanks for having me sam it's hey. great being your first guest ever yeah and second guest yes <laughs> yeah maybe you'll just be the guest yeah just, like start skyping this stuff but yeah thanks for coming down i had a great time yeah. i really appreciated um actually going to spend time with you yeah, likewise instead of our normal gents race and right and that's it yeah that's that's it for the yeah. year um well with that Thank you, Mark. Love you long time. Uh, and you've been listening to Cyclists Not... Wait, what is it called? Oh, yeah, the Cyclists Not Biker podcast, episode six, Team Pink. Tabs out. Tabs out. <laughs> I'm not even going to put the music there. Bye, everybody. <laughs>